Welcome everybody, I'm Keith Ferrante. This is the Emerging Profit Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here where I hope to see you go to the next level as an emerging prophet, as a healthy prophet, as someone that wants to bring the kingdom of God to this earth with power. Join me, let's listen in and hear what God has to say today. God bless you. Yo, 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 everybody, Keith Ferrante here. Come on, how are you doing today? Are you ready for a move of God? Are you listening to this podcast because you want to make a difference, because you want to find out how to go the distance as a prophet? You want to find out what kind of a prophet you are? You want to be someone that God can entrust with the prophetic movement of the Spirit of God in your region, in your nation, in your state, in your province. We are looking for some prophets, guys. We're looking for a million prophets. We're looking to change the day, guys. We are looking to change what the prophetic culture looks like. For it's so long, we've had prophetic, you know, like fortune tellers. Guys that feel like their job is to be the one that brings the word of the Lord, that predicts the future, that is the big prophet, that it's one that everybody looks to. We've seen too many prophets trying to be the big prophet, trying to give the, get, the, get the big word of the Lord, trying to, you know, uh, you know be, 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 be the one that people are like, oh my word, we got to listen to this prophet. Come on, guys. It was, we, we're, we're trying to raise up a new culture here. We're trying to raise up a new culture of prophets that are more concerned about raising up other prophetic voices than being the prophetic voice. They're more concerned about being a safe place than, I mean, I remember something uh, John Paul Jackson used to say, there was different levels of maturity in the prophetic, but one of the signs of real maturity was that you didn't even, people didn't even know they got prophesied over by you. The way that you ministered was so, it was so cloaked in just humility and relationship and just walking with someone that at the end of the day, you weren't like seen as the wowish prophet, but their life was better. They were, I mean, like this is what we need, guys. We need some prophets that are humble. We need some prophets that want to, you know, to, to do something for the kingdom of God. And, and, and the prophet we're going to talk about today, because like, I want you to keep finding yourself in the prophets was one of these kind of prophets. He was a deliverer prophet. He was a signs and wonders, demonstration type of prophet. Moses, Moses, whoa, come on, Shaka, Holy Ghost. You don't, sometimes we don't think of Moses as a prophet, but he was. I mean, look at Moses' journey. At first, he wanted to be the one. He wanted to be the guy. He wanted to make a difference. He wanted to kick butt and take names, and he did. He killed somebody. Thought, oh, kill somebody. Everyone will listen to me, and I'm going to tell them to stop, knock it off. And they were like, hey, we saw you killing somebody. And then he ran for 40 years. He went and hid. He got it out of his system that he was going to be the big prophet. He was going to be the big guy. Some of us need to get it out of our system that we're the big guy. And then God can actually entrust us to be the guy because it's no longer about us. Look at this, Moses, Exodus chapter three, 
He's finally just doing life, just being faithful. Sheep herder. God speaks to him. Moses, burning bush. Notice he has this encounter when he turns aside. Then God speaks to him. I'm God of your father, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I've seen the misery of my people and I've heard them crying out. I'm concerned about their suffering, so I'm going to come and rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians. And I'm going to bring them into a really good land, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites. And now the cry of Israel has reached me and I've seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them, so now I'm sending you to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Do you see this? Moses gets a calling because there's some people that need to be delivered. There's some people in bondage. See, God's got to, God wants to raise up some prophets that see the people. It's not all about the prophet. It's not all about the prophet. You, scripture, you know, what, what's one of the markings of a false prophet? Gathering people to yourself. It's all about me. I'm the prophet. My words. Man, what's the next thing that that prophet's going to say? Oh, my word. What's the next thing the prophet is going to tell us? No, it's not about the prophet. The prophet's here to awaken you, the people. A deliverer prophet like Moses is here for you. God's looking for some deliverer prophets. He's looking for some prophets that are not all about themselves. They've finally gotten themselves out of the way. They've they tried to be the big voice. Guys, when you try to be the big voice, that's what happens. You get in trouble. Joseph, I'm going to be the one you're all going to bow down to. Boom, pit. Moses, I am the guy you're going to listen to. Boom, running for his life for 40 years. I mean, guys, God wants to get us out of the way. It's not some false churchy religious, you're nothing, you're a peon. No, he just wants you to think a little bigger, like Mordecai. Mordecai. You need some Mordecai's. It's like, come on, Esther, you got to rise up for such a time as this, Esther. Mordecai wouldn't bow down to Haman. He wouldn't bow down. He was going to go for it. He was fighting for the people of Israel. Come on, Esther, you got to speak up. If you don't, your family's going to be ruined, but God will raise up another person. And who knows, you've been raised for such a time as this. Like Mordecai is trying to inspire Esther to be bigger than herself. To be bigger than self-preservation. See, God's looking for some prophets. It's not all about self-preservation. It's not all about me, my. I remember one of my prophet friends saying, you know what? When the church lives in self-preservation, then there's a spirit of death released in an area. Why? Because if you save your life, you lose it. If you lose your life, you find it. If you just try to save your life, let me just try to be the Esther. Let me just try to be protected. Let me just try to take care of myself. No, guys, there's a lot of problems right now going on in the world. And some God is looking for some prophets that are going to put themselves in harm's way. I started praying that. Lord, put me in harm's way. My wife's like, what are you praying? What are you praying? We don't need no more harm. I said, no, dear, I'm not trying to pray no dumb prayer. I'm not trying to pray no dumb prayer. All I'm saying is, come on, Lord, put me where it counts. Put me where I can help bring a shift in the land. Put me where no one else wants to go because they're afraid, God. Put me around the leaders that can make a difference. Come on, guys. We're looking for some deliverers. 
Look at this. I've seen the misery of my people. Now I want to send you, Moses. Listen, guys, for those of you that are called to the deliverer type of prophetic anointing, how do you know you might have a deliverer prophet anointing on you? You see the pain of others, and it's provoked you. How, how you know, you, you, guys, we might, we, we might look at people like William Wilberforce as a picture of this, who fought for those who were in slavery in, over in England, and he was fighting. You look at people like Martin Luther King Jr., who were fighting, I have a dream that people were, you know, free. That's like a Moses, a deliverer. I dreamed there's another people. He was the voice for other people. When you become the voice for other people, when you begin to care about them, God will give you a voice. I've seen different people that have, they have the cry for sex trafficking of victims to be rescued. And they go in and then they fight for them. That's a deliverer anointing. They go in because they care about those that don't have a voice for themselves. Those that are, you know, that they're, they're fighting for, for the babies that are being aborted. It's a deliverer anointing. God, raise up. I mean, then they go and confront. They confront the pharaohs. They confront the tyrants. They confront wickedness. They confront leaders. See, the, the Moses is there to confront the pharaohs, but he don't want to do it. He's like, God's like, hey, you're going to have to go. You're going to have to do signs and wonders. You're going to have to do it in front of Pharaoh. He's not going to receive, but I'll make you strong. And you're going to, and you're going to, eventually he's going to let go. Like guys, when you're a deliverer, you're going to have to confront some things. I remember hearing this. I remember hearing this, you know, a few years ago, a prophecy given to me is like, Keith, how you're going to be known, become known as a prophet in the land is because you're going to confront the giants in the land. That's how you get to your authorities because of battles. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound like a great prophecy. I just want to be the big prophet. Guys, real prophets, they're not there just because. Oh, yeah, I'm a prophet. This is so cool. Prophet is awesome. Whoa, yeah. No, prophets there because they're saying something's got to change in the land. We got to deal with the tyrants. Got to deal with wickedness in high places. There's this thing provoked in them and you look like Moses. Now, Moses was fierce. Moses understood royalty. But look at Moses when God was using him. Suppose I go to Israel and they say, who in the heck sent me? I mean, Moses was wrestling with insecurity. Moses was wrestling. Oh, Moses was like, you know what? I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I, they might not believe me or listen to me. Exodus chapter four. I mean, look at this. Moses was powerful, but he was no longer acting all powerful. He had been crushed. See guys, God wants to use you and I as deliverers. But he doesn't want to use us, the horse, you know, remember horses made ready for battle, but victory rests with the Lord. It's not about your strength. He doesn't want you to be like, I'm the prophet because I'm strong. No, you can't take out the enemy in your strength. You can't take out, I mean, God had to tell Jeremiah, I'm going to make your head like hard as a, as a flint. It's like, I'm going to make you strong, Jeremiah, but you're not going to, you're, you're not going to be strong in of yourself because you think, oh man, Jeremiah's strong. No, Jeremiah's like, I'm quivering, I'm afraid. No, I'm going to make you strong. I mean, what does the Lord have to do to Moses? He says, I'm going to give you some signs and wonders. 
What's that in your hand? A staff. Throw it to the ground. It became a snake. Guys, some of the deliver the deliverer anointing needs some signs and wonders. Need some signs and wonders. Guys, you, you need God to show up because you ain't delivering people for yourself. You're delivering people for God. You're delivering, and God will use you, but you're gonna, you need a demonstration of God's power. You're going into places way bigger than you. Moses is going to deal with Pharaoh. What does he need? Pharaoh's got some sorcerers, and Moses needs to have the power of God flowing through him. Remember, Paul says, we didn't come with witty words, so your faith wouldn't rest on witty words, but with a demonstration of power. I mean, look at this. Moses' Moses' whole journey was marked with signs and wonders. If they don't listen to the first sign, they might believe the second. But if they don't listen to the second, throw some water into the Nile, and it'll become blood. I mean, this is signs and wonders prophet. Moses, but what were the signs and wonders prophet for? They weren't just for, oh man, this is so cool. That guy's a signs and wonders prophet. Guys, I'm really, I'm, I'm tired of prophets that are just, oh yeah, I'm a signs and wonders. I got signs, I got the power, I got the, what in the heck is it for? Why did God give you the glory? Why did God give you signs and wonders so you could be all about you? God's looking for some deliverer prophets that have something bigger than themselves in mind. That want to see the king of kings glorified. That have a battle that they want to say, they're like David. Hey, Goliath, what are you doing, man? You're going down. You come at me with the sword and the, you know, and the spear, but I come at you in the name of the Lord whose armies you have defied. Today we're going to hand you to the birds, devil. Like you, you got to, you get above, above this whole thing of I need to be the prophet and I need to be seen and I need to be known and I need, guys, if you would just begin to set yourself a little bit higher, man, there's people that are in bondage. Who are those people? Who are the people that you're provoked to see come out of bondage? Guys, who are the people? Do you have tears for them? Like I live here in California and God's made it very clear at different times. If you're going to reach anybody in California, you can't want their stuff because the spirit over California is greed and you can't want their stuff. You got to be for the people, not for you. You can't be for your ministry. Oh man, I want to be this awesome. No, you're there for them. Do you have a heart for them? And anything you dig up in the spirit, you, any treasures, any inheritances you find in California, you're going to give to the people. You're not going to be, I want this for me. Come on, guys. I feel a little provoked today. I hope you're being provoked today. Who are the people you're called to deliver? Who are the people that you have a passion for? Not like, not, not, don't try to find some unique people that no one else is going after. But you know what? Maybe you will find some. Like, like Heidi Baker found the Mozambique people. Maybe God will give you a people that no one else is championing. And then you start calling for them to get free. And you start fighting their battles on behalf of them because they don't have a voice. Woo, I feel some fire. Come on, where's the deliverer prophets? Where's the deliverer prophets that God's gonna, God's gonna endow with something? I mean, I feel provoked to pray right now. God, let the deliverer anointing, Lord Jesus, rest on me. Rest on every person in this place that hears this podcast. Wherever they're at, literally let the deliverer anointing rest on them. And Lord, every person catch such a heart, Lord Jesus. Oh God, I put my own arms around California. 
Lord, the people that you've called me to be a prophet to, people that you've called me to be one of the prophets to, Lord, one amongst many that says, come on, California, it's time for freedom. And, and, we, and we speak to those, the resistance to California's freedom. We say, let God's people go. Let the people that don't even know God go. Let those people that are bound down by gender confusion go. Let the people that are being run over by the enemy that's trying to shift family Go, let them go. Oh, I just pray. I put my arms around you, my beautiful California. I put my arms around you. I love you, my people. I love you, my people. Oh, that you would experience the freedom of Christ. That you experience the freedom from bondage and tyranny and oppression and religiosity and political and everything that was come against you. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to go through this, my people, my beautiful people. Oh, God, release your signs and wonders. Release your power. Lord, bring demonstrations. Lord, demonstrations of power, Lord Jesus, that your people would go free and California would be a free people. You said you'd flip California, Lord. I pray that you would flip California. Lord, I'm looking for some prophets. I'm looking for some apostles. I'm looking for some leaders in California that will say, yes, I will be a part of the army. I will be a part of the voice that stands up in California and says, enough is enough. We're going to see a shift in California. We're going to stand. We're not going to hide. We're not going to cater anymore. We're going to recognize the real battle is not political. It's not religious. It's over the souls of men. It's over family. And we say, oh God, let people, the people of California go so that they can worship, so they can worship as families. Woo! Come on, guys. I'm just stirring up my own heart right now for, for my own mandate as a deliverer prophet for California. I just got provoked. I'm like, man, let me just let me just demonstrate what I'm doing personally. Guys, I'm getting ready to do a tour in California where I'm going to be going from place to place just to awaken California, just to say, come on, California, rise up, rise up, rise up. It's time. It's time to rise up. So, man, I'm just praying blessings over you guys that you would catch this fire. And guys, if you say yes, if you say yes to putting yourselves in harm's way, if you're saying yes, yes, Lord, I'll be a deliverer, a prophet. You know what? God will put his demonstration behind you. He will confirm with signs and wonders. He'll bring a team around you. He'll bring a staff. He'll, he'll take a staff, not only in the spirit where Moses' staff became a snake, but he'll take a staff, a people, and he'll make them a powerful, he, you know, a wise, as, uh, wise as serpents, innocent as doves. He'll make your staff wise as serpents and you're going to crush. You're going to crush the enemy and he's going to raise up an army through you. And it's going to push back. But there's going to be signs and wonders, guys. There's going to be fire. There's going to be a provoking. Who are you provoked for? If you're, a, if you're a deliverer prophet, who are you provoked for? Who do you burn for? What people? What? Don't try to be all spiritual and say, it's everybody in the entire planet. I want peace for the planet. Yes, we all do. But where is the people that actually you have an authority to, where do you have a consistent passion to see them free? Is it the youth? Is it the children? Is it the widows? Is it an ethnicity? Is it? male or female is it is it is it is it the babies the unborn babies is it those that are being sex trafficked is it those that are in in harm's way is it, is it those that are under oppression is it those that are under dictators is it those that are in religions that are not christ centric who is God given you a passion for? 
Wow, guys, this there's there's the fear of the Lord on this podcast. I hope you're feeling it. Hope it's provoking you. How do you know you could be a deliverer prophet? You're called from God to rescue people from injustice. You have a bent towards dealing with injustice. Maybe you don't know what that is for, but you're just bent towards dealing with injustice. You know what? If you're going to be a Moses that goes the distance, you've got to learn to be gracious and kind and extend mercy to people. You've got, you. yes, you're going to have to deal with injustice, but on the other hand, you can't take things in your hand like most is and chop people's heads. You can't just have big old fights and get into big old fights and, and argue with everybody. And guys, there's going to have to be wisdom. You're going to have to learn some wisdom with the fire that's inside of you. If you're going to be a Moses, you know what you're going to do? You're going to lead a revolution. You're going to be a leader. You're going to have a confrontiveness about you at times, but then you're not just called to be confrontive all the time. You, you need to be able to walk amongst people. And you know what? Some, like if, you, if, you, if you see another picture of a, like a Moses type of, of prophet, you, you look at like the movie Braveheart, Mel Gibson, just like, hey, Everywhere he was going, once he finally accepted that there was a battle to fight, man, he became a force to be reckoned with. I mean, he gave his life. Isn't that what Jesus was? The ultimate deliverer, prophet? He delivered us from sin and bondage. He had to deal with the tyrant of the devil. He made a public spectacle of him, triumphing over him at the cross. He was the he demonstrated signs and wonders. Acts 10 38. God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit who with the Holy Spirit and power who went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil because God, I mean, he was he was healing the sick. He was delivering people from the works of them. There will be an anointing on you as a deliverer prophet to deliver people out of bondage. So I'm just praying, guys, that you would just rise up. You would embrace the deliverer anointing, the deliverer anointing of the deliverer prophet and the signs and wonders. And I look forward to hearing different ones that are going to step into this and what God's going to do. It's going to be the year 2022 of deliverance. 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 Signs and wonders. The key of David. Opening doors. Slamming the devil, uh, you know, the door on the enemy. Opening the door for the Lord. That's what this year is going to be marked by. Get ready, guys. It's your time for you to step into it. Now is the time. Now is the time. Let some deliverer prophets arise. Man, if you like this, if this podcast provokes you, send me a note. Say, man, I listened to this podcast. It really provoked me. Tell some other people about it. I want to know that this is making a difference to you. We'll be talking to you guys again soon. Peace. If you've enjoyed this Emerging Profit podcast and you want to check out more resources from us, you can go to our website at emergingprofits.com or you can watch us weekly on Facebook in our free Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. We so hope you're enjoying everything that you're receiving. Have an absolutely amazing day. God bless you.